Welcome, Nation, to another episode of Rogue Nation, episode 33. Uh, tonight with me, I've got Just George. Hey. I've got Ghost Hunter Amir. Yo. I got Heel Hunter Joe. What's up, and sir? And uh, me, the big man Justin. We have no Kevin to the core tonight. He is off planning his wedding. So good on him. Prepping just a few days away. Just a few yep. days away. And he won't be here next week either. He'll be in Paris. He'll be out of town. Yep. Nice. But. He said he insisted the show go on without him, so we're going to continue as if he were here. Right. We just want to ask him questions. Um, tonight, I want to start off with some toys. There's a toy coming out that I'm very excited for. Uh, Marvel Legends has finally posted a picture of um, mm. Cosmic Ghost Rider uh, action figure on their page, and I've, I've actually posted it on the on the Instagram. So Rogue Nation Pod. Instagram, if you want to check that out, I think it's an awesome looking figure. You guys take a look at it. You guys yeah, see I it? saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's. I it's. I don't really buy Marvel Legends. I have very, very few. Actually, I only have one. But I will be buying this if I can find it. I will be buying this. You, you could find it. It'll be. It'll be accessible. You think it'll be fine? Because this is not, a bigger one. It's not exclusive. So not, Walmart, Target, GameStop. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, I remember comic. that Thanos that we were doing for a while. That was a hard yeah, one to get. Because that, that, that was a Walmart exclusive, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't been interested in. Any of the legends, really? Well, uh, I haven't either, but but this one actually looks. It's it's just it's a new character that has risen to popularity mm-hmm. so quickly, so fast. Yeah, and I like him, and he's an interesting combination of a lot of things. I want to get the, I want to get the stuff that I like for him because I want to see if he lasts or if he dies on the vine. Because uh, yeah. it'd be funny in like two years if you're like, I got all this Cosmic Ghost Rider shit and nobody talks about him anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they wrote a, one bad story. Like on, it was done. like on every cover for two months. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just he's popping up everywhere. So. And, and he's actually got a new series coming out, too. He's uh, Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider coming out. Revenge? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Interesting. The, the last I heard about him in his series, wasn't he trying to destroy the universe, the Marvel timeline? Yeah, Marvel destroys the... Or Cosmic Ghost, Ghost Rider destroys, destroys Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. yeah. But they always do that for those those weird, crazy type things. Lobo did it. Deadpool did it. Thanos, you know, they, they do that for all those weird, crazy characters. Um... They give him a well. Oh, what if it be? Wouldn't it be cool if he killed everybody? No, not really. But okay. It's, like, it's been done before. Well, we have that, and there's also what is this you got here? Garmin Captain America watch review. Yeah, I wanted to. I want. Yeah, it is called Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider. So, yeah, I wanted to give my little. I bought. I bought the uh, Garmin watch that they did. Uh, for uh, Garmin partnered with um, Garmin uh, is the one that makes the GPS uh, models, but they also mm-hmm. make watches too. And they partnered with Marvel to do a Captain America and a Captain Marvel branded watch. The Captain Marvel's for the women, Captain America's for the men, because the Captain Marvel one's smaller. And everything. So I thought it was cool. I bought it, had it for two days, and I'm returning it. Oh, Whoa. it is a piece of junk. It, I, I, I cannot begin to describe how disappointed I was. I wore the thing for two days trying to convince myself I liked this watch. <laughs> like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. And every time something would happen, I was just like, what a piece of shit. I just, oh, man, it irritated the fuck out of me how much I hated this watch. Garmin's not known for making smart devices, so I guess it kind of makes guess, sense. I guess, I guess. I mean, I look at my Apple Watch and I look at the screen and I see how crisp, you know, how, how the LED, you know, how it comes out. 
and then the screen for the Garmin watch was almost like a like an arcade video green screen. Oh, it was God. just it was backlit wrong. It just it looked terrible. Um, I didn't care for the interface because I mean, look, I read about the interface when I when I bought it, so I knew some things were going to work and some things weren't going to work. <laughs> but so I was willing to give up certain things like not being able to answer my texts through the watch, which I was like, all right, I don't really do that anyway. Yeah. And yeah, as long as I get my text and I get my email, I'm fine with that. Um, but one of the biggest things that I didn't think I was prepared to, or what I thought I was prepared to give up, but I wasn't, was not having the turn-by-turn navigation for maps not on the watch. Because on my Apple Watch, if I map myself somewhere, my watch tells me where to go so I don't have to constantly keep looking at my phone. Huh. So like it, and it'll tell me it'll tell me the exact same thing. The watch, the the, the it'll give while well, the the phone gives me the, the the actual map, the the line, the blue line to go, and everything like that. Yeah. The watch gives me the turn by turn directions, saying turn here, do this, do that, and that there's no support for that at all on the watch. Um, but the biggest one, two of the biggest things were one of them was um, it just stopped connecting with the phone every like half hour like it just kept buzzing in my on my hand it kept vibrating and i kept looking and i go what the fuck is that and then finally i caught it and i looked at the right time it said disconnect from phone and then two seconds later phone connected it just kept disconnecting and connecting i was like okay that's not cool but the biggest i think the biggest flaw is that they really advertise this watch as being you know, Captain America branded, so you're, you're supposed to have these watch faces that were all supposed to be kept. There were two watch faces, and those are the <laughs> only two you could get. And one of them wasn't even a Captain America; it was more of a Shield branding, it was more than a Captain America branding. So I was extremely disappointed with this watch. I wore it. For, I thought the watch construction was nice. I did. I, I after wearing Apple Watch for so long, I did dig having a round watch again. You don't realize how much you, you miss something like that right. when it's yeah. Like, yeah, but. I did dig having that, and I thought it was a neat looking watch, but it just, as far as smart products go, it just yeah. it does not live up to what other watches can do. I would even say, as I mean, from what I've heard about Samsung watches, it doesn't even live up to that. Oh well, it's yeah. just you know. Now, Samsung has done a lot of improvements on their on their watches from the beginning, mm-hmm. and they do their very best to compete with the Apple watches. Yeah. So and there's no disconnect issues. <laughs> yeah. So well, the that. thing and the thing about this watch, and they told me up front, so I was expecting it, but I didn't realize how integrated it was. It is a workout watch. I mean, that is you might you might even call it a smart watch. Just call it a workout watch because ninety percent of the things on that watch were geared towards working out, running, rowing, swimming. You know, I think there was a thing on there for ping pong. I mean, it's just it was just. Yeah. Was, there was a long list of widgets you could get. Yeah, activities. And then there was like at the bottom, oh. There was no messages integration. There was no maps integration. It was like at least Apple and I'm assuming Samsung go the extra step and they say, "Look, people are going to be using this in their every need, not just to take it to the gym." Yeah. So it's a watch. Maybe we should be watching. You know, Garmin was more like, "Hey, they're just taking it to the gym." Like, yeah, I love showing my Captain America watch off at the gym because I think they're all going to get it. You know, I, I mean, and it's a Garmin watch, so the whole maps, uh, the Apple Maps, have not having the integration with yeah, that. Yeah, but I thought I was like, it would have some kind of yeah, GPS integration. They, they have a maps program you can download, and I did, and I thought maybe I wouldn't get to turn by turn, but at least maybe I would get something that would kind of connect to be just like the you know maps integration or something. Nothing, nothing, nothing. and I mean, it would tell and like 
the Apple the Apple Watch does a good job of like, okay, get a notification, and then it kind of and if you look at it, it puts it away, so it's not constantly on your notification screen. You in the Garmin Watch, you actually have to physically dismiss it. So when you start going through your past not- notifications, I had notifications from like four days before I had the watch because it just went back that far and pulled wow. out. And I was like, I, I doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't know what kind of cash this thing went through. It's like, hey, let's find all your old notifications and pull them up real quick. I sat there for like 10 minutes while I was, uh, yeah, while I was in a waiting room with my wife and I'm just like, delete, delete, delete. Oh, delete. Oh, I don't even remember this one. Delete. What the fuck? What, this, four days ago? What the hell? So I advise the watch is cool in concept, but I advise unless you're basically working out with the damn thing, don't bother with it. How, how much was it? It was a four hundred dollar watch. Oh, yeah. no! I'll Hopefully, I'm getting my money back. That was four hundred dollars. Well, two days. <laughs> yeah, uh, Joe's uh, Ninja oh, Turtles sorry. cabinet. Yeah. yeah, for those who can't see, sorry. it was four hundred bucks. So I'm sending, it, I'm sending it back to Amazon. Yeah, oh, they'll, they'll take care of you. Yeah, hey, you're fine. My Fitbit uh, three was only I think one twenty, and it pretty much calculates all that other stuff without having specific settings for it, and gives my notifications just fine. Yeah. And it'll pop up a notification, and then once I swipe it away on my phone, mm-hmm. it's gone. Or I swipe it away on my watch, it's yeah, gone. Yeah, the same thing with mine. So, I mean, it just doesn't have the maps integration because it's not, you know, a particularly branded one. But mm-hmm. I didn't even know Apple Watches could do that. That's actually really cool. They have the maps integrated mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. See, that's a feature they don't advertise, and I think would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, I find it because I have to, for my job, I have to, you know, a lot of places I have right. to map and figure out where I'm going. Right. Yeah. And when I'm driving, like, on the turnpike where I'm driving at 95, yeah. especially on 95, yeah. you don't want to be taking your no, own. No, no. Where am I going? Oh, shit. You're yeah, 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 exactly. You know, yeah. It's like, so it's good that I got my hands on the thing. And I can, oh, look, okay, you know. And it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll, uh, it'll ping me. So, like, if I'm coming up to the turn and I'm not paying attention, my, wop, my watch will uh, vibrate. Oh, and it'll, it'll let me know the turn's here. You're like, oh, so... I mean, my favorite feature from my smartwatch is just the, the gentle wake up. I have an alarm set for 7. It starts vibing. And it just wakes me up around 7, 7.05. That's a big useful feature. Amir, you, know, you have a smartwatch. Yeah, I do. I just didn't wear it today because uh, I forgot to charge it. Oh, uh, that is one thing you have the to get charge it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and that's, and that, that is, I will, if I have to give a plus to Garmin, I will give them the plus on the battery. Maybe it's just because they don't have as much integration, or I don't know. Or it's disconnected every 30 minutes, so saving maybe, battery. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I wore the watch for two days straight, and, went, and I, the charge started at 90%. I didn't charge it when I turned it on. Um, it was when I put it back in the box and turned everything off, it was at 79%. <laughs> so Returned it without charging. That's impressive. Yeah, so I didn't have to charge the damn thing. Meanwhile, my Apple Watch, I have to charge every two days. So <laughs> Two days isn't bad. Amir, I think he has charges every day. Uh, mine, I guess, since it has a lot less integration, mm-hmm. I can charge it maybe once a week, once every like eight, nine days, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for that. And then I'll go to charge it just because I'm like, I haven't charged it like five days, and it'll be like seventy yeah, percent battery. I'm like, oh, okay. I love those mystery products you have where you can't tell what the battery is. Like, I guess you plug it in. Like uh, my um, my Apple TV has uh, the the worst remote you could ever buy in your life. <laughs> Whoever designed this remote needs to be t- dragged out to the desert and shot. But Whoa. they have, you plug it in with the lightning cable, but there's no, unless you actually go and find the meter on the Apple TV, there's no way to know what the charge is. So you just be using it. And like, I've never had the charge just dis- dis- discharge on me. So it holds its charge very, yeah. very well. But it's just one of those things like, 
wonder what the charge is on this thing. And you, you plug it in, it says like 20%. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I plugged it in because yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, my Fitbit only alerts me at like 10 or 15%. And at that point, most people panic. But even the 10% will last me like a day and a half. Right. At least yeah. it alerts you. Yeah, eventually. See, uh, like my watch, I have the a Fossil. It's a Gear 3 version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can make it last like a day or two if I turn off all the bells and whistles. But I mean, the, if I have if it, you have it. Why? Yeah, it's got all the bills. Why don't use it? Right. Okay. So I just have it all on there. I even put like a little moving wallpaper on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, moving wallpapers do kill batteries. Yeah, and stuff like that too. I think it's great. But uh, when it when it drops like below twenty, at that point, it's just like every percent, it's like harasses you. Like, hey, <laughs> charge hey, me. hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> That was just my little rant on not buying a Garmin uh, watch, smartwatch. Um, not against other watches. I, I like my Apple Watch just fine. But like I said, I kind of miss a round face. I want I wanted to get a, a watch with a round. It's just a little tiny thing, but you don't realize how much you miss something. I'm surprised they haven't put one out like that. Just I'm, have some variation. Yeah, I, me too. Um, but that's just my little rant on that. Uh, going into gaming, though, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order released oh. this uh, last week. I've been playing it all weekend. Really? Yep. Uh, Joe's been playing it. Yep. And uh, apparently I had to help him today. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't know what he, he, when he cut something wrong. <laughs> I went to the wrong planet. He's like, oh, yeah. I, uh, I, was, I told him, I was like, oh, I've been playing it all weekend. Yeah, I've been to uh, planet uh, Bagona, and then I went to Zepho, and then I went to Kashyyyk, and now I'm back on Zepho. He's like, God damn, I just went to Dothamir. And I'm like, you're not supposed to go there. You're supposed to go there last. He's like, oh, is that why it's so hard? I'm like, yeah, it's the one of the last planets you go to. So I, I mean, that's what happens when you have this open world. Do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, you kind of you miss one little yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and Joe just brought in the Xbox uh, controller, the limited limited controller, which I'm very jealous of. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, it's really really nice. It's uh, the charging battery has a charging station. Oh, so it comes yes. with uh, right, all right. the bells and whistles. Right, right. It's, it's still it's actually engraved. Right, right, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not a sticker. sticker. No. Yeah, it's not going to rub off after a couple hours oh, of gameplay. That was 140, sir, so yeah. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah, 140. Yeah. Well, That's it's crazy. essentially an elite controller with the, extra, <laughs> with the charging um, for it as well, so it makes sense of the price. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's dope. I, I, believe me, I paid the money for it. I just yeah, you know when I saw um, it, I was like, yeah. and where we, we've got Xbox here, I'm on the PlayStation, oh, okay, so sorry, I don't have the PlayStation. They didn't make a controller for the PlayStation. Yeah, and then me and Amir on computer. Com- yeah, PC, so we so don't get that either. I do love the Elite controller. Yeah, Elite controller. Oh, I mean, it's funny. I use a PlayStation controller on my computer. So my review of the game is very very simple. I've been loving the shit out of the game. Same. I think the game is awesome, um, but it is basically Uncharted. For Star Wars. <laughs> I was gonna, yes. It's 100%. It's, it's un- it is. It, that's all it is. Yeah, basically that. It, it, no. yeah, Instead of running around fun. getting guns, you use a lightsaber. Mixed with Borderlands because, or, or other chess or, fighting say, games. Like, like, like Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia. Right, right, yes, right. very much. Yes, because Prince the run, so you started running on the walls. So I'm like, right. so Prince of Persia. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's and just like nothing wrong with this. No, 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 no. I loved Prince of Persia. I thought Prince of Persia was an awesome game. I just want to make sure that everyone listening out there understands that. Except for the PS4 version. When I did the PS3 one, the first three games. Well, we're PlayStation 2. We're PlayStation 2? Yes. Okay, then the PlayStation 3 version. Was the one. I liked it, but it was very repetitive. You had like eight different zones to go back and forth. Well, because there was Sands of Time, and then there was the second one, Enemy Within, or something like that. Yeah, and then there was the third one. The Two Kings. The, the Two Kingdoms, or something like that. Some two no. Towers, or something like that. Oh, Two Towers is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the but Rings. it's a similar thing, because it was like light and dark. Yeah, you were facing your, your inner Those three games were great. 
and then they tried to revamp and revitalize the game for PS3, and then it just mm-hmm. lost half the flair. Well, they played the, uh, the Sands of Time and Enemies Within. So yeah. What's really, you that third game or the movie? The movie's terrible. That's what I'm saying, or that revamp. I mean, <laughs> I think I'd rather watch the movie. The revamp the, was really hard to play. <laughs> the, there are some... Video game movies that are worse than the Prince of Persia movie. Oh, I know, of course. But there are definitely a lot more ways that could have been better. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the game goes, the game really is straightforward in that mm-hmm. you... It's a straightforward puzzle game in that you find your way around things. You look for secrets. You look for hidden caches and stuff like that. That's your right. lightsaber is your only weapon. You don't have another weapon. So you better get used to deflecting and, and slicing. And slicing. Right. Once you start learning more of your force abilities... Then it starts getting interesting. I just learned. Uh, I just learned force push, mm-hmm. and once you learn force push, that gets fun because then you can start pushing people off ledges, especially <laughs> if they're really hard to beat. Um, uh, but there are two drawbacks to this game, and me and Joe were talking about it on the phone. One of the drawbacks is the respawn time in this thing is oh. unbearably long. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? I mean, it's. Uh, I told him I said I find it real ironic that the name of the company that made this game is called Respawn. And they they haven't found a way to knock down the respawn time. Yeah. It's it's literally like thirty seconds to almost a minute, which doesn't sound like a whole lot. But while you're sitting there, but when you're sitting there in the dark, the whole game, yeah, you have to reload the whole map. And I'm sure on PC it'll be it'll a lot better. Right. Maybe <laughs> right. That's what I was gonna say because again, my only knowledge of it right now, I got me a copy. I plan on starting it today. Mm-hmm. So but I was watching Twitch streams, and for the most part, the people I watch play PC primarily, and I didn't see that. Like for the most part, the guy would die. Uh, Come back and try it again without waiting forever. So it might I'm uh, pretty sure the map is probably loaded uh, into the now, game. Now, games don't give you an option to install it to the hard drive or anything. Like, no, no, PlayStation does. It's yeah. on the hard drive. Yeah, but here's the, here's the thing, though. I'm starting to wonder if my, it might be by PlayStation because in the in addition to that little feature, but you said it's on the same thing on Xbox, right? Well, but I only I only witnessed it once because I downloaded my game to my hard my external hard drive. Okay. So I have all my games on an external. I don't have them on the Xbox. Mm. Okay. Well, because the more games I, you have, the lag. The lag I noticed. Happens. I noticed uh, last time I was playing that there was some lag when it was trying to convert from one side of the, like if it was going from one area to another area. Uh-huh. It actually stopped so and like, gave like, me the little spinning uh, thing. And like I'm like polygons start filling in. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm wondering if maybe just my PlayStation Four is just getting to the end of its life cycle or something. Because I'm wondering, because I started thinking about maybe I should. I was like, do I buy a PlayStation Pro? But PlayStation well, Five's coming, right? So. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Hey, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to get that upgrade myself because I just recently finally bought like a TV. Mm-hmm. The first thing I bought it in over almost like ten years, and since it's 4K, I'm playing my games on it now, and I'm seeing how how crap it looks. So I'm actually thinking <laughs> about getting myself a Pro and eventually selling mine off and paying a little bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Since Black Friday is going to be a three uh, three hundred. Mm. So I'm I'm debating on that too, but for the most part, it is like there's only going to be a few titles I actually buy for the PlayStation. I just well, my fear is that I'm going to buy a PlayStation Pro, and then right, and then, and then next year, Christmas, yeah. PlayStation Five is going to come out, which is going to be supposedly backwards compatible, so it's not going to matter. But there's not going to be many games to warrant me getting a PlayStation Pro, like this game, and then I'm trying to think of what Final the next, Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Seven. So uh, you also have the Avengers game. So I'm wondering if it was worth it for three games. Cyberpunk 2077. Right. That's the thing. Uh, in this Four case. Games. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But and if they get their Grand Theft Auto shit together, but I don't think that'll be out next year. No, they're, they're probably that's going to drop probably for the next console. Yeah. yeah. But uh, definitely I would say, you know, maybe try that route because 
Uh, I would say if you get yourself it and you sell your current one on Craigslist and offset the price, because a hundred like a hundred dollar upgrade fee isn't too bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I mean and, even considering PC parts and everything like that, that's right. minuscule. That, that's kind of why I'm doing it because uh, ironically, I buy them the TV. I see that it's dropping down to three hundred. I know someone that'll buy my PS4 for two hundred. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll pay. I'm paying a hundred bucks just to be able to get play 4K. I'm fine. So with the that. PlayStation Four or Black Friday is gonna be three hundred bucks. Uh, the the Pro, oh. PlayStation Four Pro, yeah, Maybe yeah. with a terabyte hard drive. That is a terabyte yeah. plus. Yeah, with a terabyte. And it, it does have some upgraded specs too. So, I mean, what you're probably experiencing is that it happened with my PlayStation. As they get older, the processing power and everything diminishes for whatever reason. Yeah. And it, it just – Yeah, it's just – but it, PC doesn't do Plus, my PlayStation sits. I don't – it doesn't get constant play. Mm-hmm. Like, my PlayStation – like, when I'm done with a game, I'm not one of these people that – like, my brother – like I need you to meet. If you oh, ever met my brother, yeah, yeah. I, I need cool. you to meet my brother. Cool. Um, my brother buys almost everything game wise. Like, and he will not get rid of anything. Like I've told him before, take it to, to GameStop and stuff. No, he treats them like game. rails, dude. GameStop's terrible though. But just, but no, I'm just saying to get rid of it. Yeah. He's got games that are old that you're just like, dude. Right. I mean, you might get a buck, but at least it's not sitting on this, this thing yeah. collecting. See, see, but I, he was, plays I was those. that way. I was that way, so I can totally relate. Uh, what, for, what did it for me was having to be nomadic because I had to keep living with different people. Mm-hmm. I kept losing shit anyways. And at one point, I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of all of them. Mm-hmm. So but it he, took that. But outside of that, I would have been the horror. But too. he's the one that he, he he keeps all these games and he goes back and he plays them and stuff like that. So he's big, yeah, he big, is. big yeah, into yeah. that. So. Yeah, um, but you, you like my, I'm, I've talked to I've talked to my brother about you because I he I showed him your gaming rig uh-huh. and he was like because I tried to sell it as mine I was just like look what I got and he was just like that's not yours he knew right away it wasn't <laughs> and I was like that's too sophisticated for you well Justin next year if you don't want to go the PlayStation Five route because you already have the Pro let's say mm-hmm. and you might want to convert to the PC Master rates. We're here to assist you. I mean, it'll last you longer. At this point, the price differences aren't even really there. It's minuscule. <laughs> and you I, get more I don't games. Think, I don't think I could go back to a PC if I tried, to be honest with you. Or I'm you fully, jump shit. I'm fully, I'm fully enveloped in the Apple world. And you know what? It's nice and comfy in here. <laughs> I'm just going to stay in here in the warmth. You can come to the green side. Yes. I, I, to I, the Microsoft side. No, I won't do that. And actually play Xbox. No, that oh, never. That'll never happen. Part. I'll go to I'll go to PC first. Yeah, I'm it's okay the same that. thing. Like, kind of. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You got you got a point. Hey, hey, the way I see it is because you have PC and the Xbox is kind of like a little retarded cousin. You want to be damn. So, but getting back to Jedi Fallen Order, uh, like I said, I've been enjoying the shit out of this game. Mm. I think this game is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's um, good. You get you get the ability to customize your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um, I have read that in the future of the game, you actually get the double sided lightsaber because um, you they they have really yeah, good. Yeah, they have yeah, they have really good voice actors in the game. I think some of the, some of them I recognize. I know Darth Vader's in the game. I haven't come a problem yet because you're fighting, uh, but you are fighting uh, Inquisitors. So thanks, bro. Well, second I didn't, sister. I didn't, I'm, Listen, I'm awesome. all I'm going to say is, because like I said, I've been watching mostly. I still want to play the hell out of it myself to pick it up. The scenes where he does come with that too, I think you guys are going to keep the hell out yeah. of it. Because, again, I'm nowhere near the level fan you guys were, and I was still like, oh, shit, you know? So I so, think you're going to love that. Love the, I plan on no life in this game over this, the span of this weekend, and, mm-hmm. you know, that post-recovery, if whether it will ruin Kevin's wedding or not, or anything uh, either. <laughs> uh, but by next week... Uh, uh, Hell yeah! I have my opinion on it. I'm down for. Yeah, the, the, the oh no, I mean I'm officiating. Like 
No, no, I'm down for <laughs> I ruining really it. Ruin it. No. <laughs> He's gonna hear that. Yeah, we're gonna ruin I, it. I, 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 I do not partake in this, Kevin. I, I will not. I want to apologize in advance. We're gonna go streaking. <laughs> I will definitely not be doing that. <laughs> the last thing you want to see is a fat man running through with no clothes on. Val um, chasing us out. Yeah, right. <laughs> shooting us and dragging us out. Um, so, uh, I like games like this where you get to customize almost everything. Like you get, you get skins for your, the ship you fly mm-hmm. in, you get skins for your clothes, you get skins. So some like, and then you know there's secret stuff that you I, haven't been. I just wish they gave you a character creation. That would be interesting, but I can see why they didn't because it's kind of like a specific story that moves. They want you to form a bond yeah. with the main character. It's just, and, but like see the down and the and the downside is you know who the guy is that's playing the character, the actor. No. The actor it's the same guy that played Joker on Gotham. Right. Oh, so that's why he looks like him, like yeah. a fucking cuck. Yeah. He looks like the guy in the shirt, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rooster shirt. A oh, rooster shirt. Yeah. Okay. No, Listen, I, I mean, this is Hotline Miami. I feel offended. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I actually like that actor. So uh, I mean, you guys want to hate him? I, I just, I you know, when you see him in the game. Terrorism. When you see him in the game, I don't know if it's the game or if it's his his particular brand of uh, motion cap, mm-hmm. but his his lips kind of drag when he talks. It's very weird. That, that has to be something with the game. Or maybe just console peasants who can't he, process He has things. a face that I want to punch him up. I know I'm playing as him, but I just but want to punch I, him I'm glad you said that. That, that was like yeah. mind-blowing because legit, every time I looked at him, I'm like, yo, I've seen an actor that looks like this. Yeah, me and too. now you mentioned that. I'm like, oh, shit, there you, there you are. So, you actually watched Gotham? I've seen some of it. Jeez. Listen, I watched Gotham for the first two seasons. I watched the first two seasons uh, as well. Listen, and you know I don't really watch much of anything, but this was mostly like hospital visits with family members or anything. That's all that's on that little block TV. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. That's weird. When they brought a bazooka into the, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm done here. Yeah. And, uh, but I but also legit could not stand uh, what's her name's acting in the first, the first season. Um, Fish oh. Mooney. Oh my god, yeah. Jada Smith. Okay. Like, her acting was horrible. It I was couldn't understand it. And then they brought they were bringing her back, and I'm like, why? You got rid of her. It sure got better. <laughs> okay, so anything else you want to talk about as far as Jedi? No, it's awesome. It's absolutely Play. beautiful. It's it's beautiful awesome. game. I recommend buying it. Yeah. Well, having a lot uh, of fun I hope, playing it. I hope next week we talk about our conclusions, assuming, you know, y- yes, yes, to the ending. Right. I won't be at the end, but, but no, I'll, I'll definitely get no, cut. Then. I'll wait to the whole yeah. thing too. No, I know I'm that, that hardcore dedicated guy that will lose sleep. I, I like game. I like when I buy games like this. I'm one of the things I like is the length. This uh, is supposed to be like a 26 hour game. Yeah. So I like to play it over time because if I finish it too fast, I feel like they're a waste of money. No, the problem is I, I when it comes to games, I have severe ADHD. Oh, so my brother's I, the same way. Yeah. If I let something go, I'll. I'll be yeah. like, I jump onto something new, I'll never touch it again. I see what you're saying. My brother is the type of person that'll buy a game and then just play and just plow through it as fast as he can. Like, the only thing that stops him is exhaustion. And then he'll <laughs> right. go to sleep and then he'll like, are you still playing it? He's like, I'm going to play it in a couple hours when I get up. I'm like, oh. And then yeah, just plow through I it. I definitely think your brother and I would definitely get along. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get him over here. The problem is that he can't come over during the week. He works at night. So um, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like Jeff, you know. I can't get them on unless we do something on the weekends. Um, okay, so moving into comics. We got a couple comics we're going to talk about this week. Uh, I, I'll start with, um, I read Tales of the Dark Universe, Blackest Night. Um, again, as, as, as this series goes, it seems like Diminishing Returns. Ooh. First one was really, really good with uh, All Hell Batman. Yeah. And then 
uh, this, or excuse me, The Nightfall. And then the second one was Death of Superman, which wasn't quite as good. This one kind of steps up a little bit better, but not much. So it's a good second place. Yeah, I would say this is Superman fight for second place. We'll see what Infinite Crisis does, which is the next one, to see if that one kind of takes over or not. Yeah. This book revolves around, um, in the original Blackest Night, Sinestro gained the power of the White Lantern, used the power of the White Lantern to help start to destroy, with the Color Core, to destroy the, the Black Lanterns. But then there was a point where he had to choose to give the power to somebody else to help, mm-hmm. and he gives it to Hal Jordan, and that's what helps save the day. In this universe, he doesn't choose. He decides to be selfish and keep it for himself, and they lose. Ooh. And then seeing what happens to the universe, because then the Black Lanterns spread across the universe, how, um, Sinestro decides to kill himself with the, with the power ring. Unfortunately, what happens is he kills half of himself because the White Lantern ring keeps him alive, but he still killed himself, so he got a Black Lantern ring. So he's actually split down the middle, half White Lantern, half Black Lantern. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Um, And then this book picks up where, with Lobo being sent to Earth to pick up Dove, uh, Granger, uh, uh, I think her name's Dawn Granger, um... She is immune to the Black Lanterns because she is, uh, what's it called? She was anointed by the Lords of Chaos and Order as being a, 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 an Avatar of Order, I guess. So she's immune to the Black Lantern ability. That's so Ooh. random. But, but see, like in the it. original Blackest Night, if you remember, the rings were coming to everybody, and then they came to the original Hawk and Dove, mm-hmm. and then the ring bounced off of Dove's, because uh, the original Dove was a man, it bounced off of his grave. And actually, there was actually a force field around his grave. It bounced off of his and says, it said, this person is at peace because he was uh, uh, he was anointed by Lords of Chaos and Order as an uh, avatar of order. So they oh, are immune to the abilities of the Black Lanterns. Kind of cool. So Dawn is also immune. So Lobo's been sent to Earth to pick up Dawn to bring her to Takron Gautos. Um... Sinestro shows up and you find out he because all it tells you in the beginning of the book is that he tried to kill he killed himself and then you find out he didn't die he's actually half Black Lantern half White Lantern he's he's figured out that Dawn is immune and he wants to do experiments on her to figure out if there's a way to spread this immunity to the rest of the universe to kill all the Black Lanterns yeah there you go Uh, Lobo being Lobo is like nah Uh, that ain't gonna happen I'm taking an attack on Galtos I've been charged with the bounty to do this in the middle of the fight, Lobo gets bitten by a Black Lantern, and it's like, "Oh, you're gonna come over to our side." And Lobo's like, "Nah, my blood, my body, Zarnian technology, biology regenerates itself on the cellular level, so this is not gonna really do anything to me." So he's immune to it too. Uh, he takes him to Takron Galtos, and on Takron Galtos, all the new gods have been turned into uh, uh, Black Lanterns. I guess that's that panel. Yeah, Marta, Granny Goodness. Uh, What you haven't gotten to is that Darkseid is now a Black Lantern, and he is the avatar for Necron. Oh, shit. Who is the head of the Black Lanterns. Yeah, he's the the entity for the Black Lanterns. Yes. So what happens is when they get to Takron Kaltos, you find out that Scott Free, Mr. Miracle, was the one that hired Lobo Mm -hmm. to bring Dawn to them because he's found that the source, the source wall... 
like the end of the universe, the thing that can is beyond the power beyond the source wall is the power of life. And he thinks that if he can open up the the wall and use the the energy of the source, channel it through dawn, he'll be able to spread the, the energy through the universe and kill all the black lanterns and you know restore order. That's a decent idea. There's yeah. some logic there. So that's what they decide to do. Uh, they take Dawn to, and I'm skipping over things here because in in, in the media you find out you, you get you, you get the story that the reason why Scott's doing this is because Barda is now a Black Lantern and he wants her back. Yeah, and a little love story and everything. And in then there. you end up finding out that that Darkseid is a is a Black Lantern and he's the avatar for uh, for Necron now. Uh, when they get to the Source Wall, the Black Lanterns follow him, and then yeah, so. He starts to do what he has to do to get the source wall to fall through, fall, flow through dawn, and then one of the black lanterns tells Scott, "Is like you don't understand, the black the source energy is going to destroy and kill off all black lanterns and start with a fresh slate." Wow. Scott thought it would heal them all, mm. and then he's like, "Because this is the dark universe, um, it's not going to work out." So and Scott can't do it because he's doing this to heal Barda, not get rid of her. And he's like, "You will have saved the universe, but you will be living in the universe with no Barda." So he kills Dawn, so she can't save the universe. Nice. Well, that sets Lobo off to because he lo- he liked her and he wa- and he was and he so he starts he kills Scott Free, and uh, they um, Sinestro ends up using the source power and flows it through Lobo. To heal the universe. Unfortunately, life rebuilds based off of Lobo's Zardian uh, biology. Oh, so everybody becomes like, everybody that's reborn <laughs> in the universe becomes like Lobo. Lobo hey. And they start killing each other. Hey. And because it's the dark universe, and then it becomes, then the whole thing ends with Sinestro realizing he's made yet another mistake and he's trying to figure out how to get out of his universe into another one. And the character that's been telling these stories, Tempest Fuganaut, is actively holding the barrier closed so Sinestro cannot get out of that universe and spread the Black Lantern um, disease across to another dimension, to another universe. An interesting panel that I just came across is uh, Sinestro being like, hey, I want to right my wrongs and goes to give Hal and, um, what is her name? Sorak? Sorak Natu. Yeah. That's uh, Sinestro's uh, daughter. Oh, yeah. So he tries to give him the White Lantern power. And how's like all happy? Hey, yeah, you're the greatest of us. And then they suddenly get a. Hey, that's something I black skipped. lanterns. Yeah, that's something I skipped over in the book. Is the well, they're they're already turned into black lanterns before that. Oh, and okay. he revived them. Yeah, that's something that he has the ability to do because he's half black lantern, half white lantern. When he shows up, he can actually force all the black lanterns to become normal again. But they're not completely normal. They're still Black Lanterns. They just have their normal minds. Right. So they feel all the pain oh my that God. Are, that, of being a Black Lantern. They basically, he basically makes them so they're all in agony. Wow. And that's what he tried that's to cool. do with them. He tried to revive them, but the hold on from the Black Lantern rings is so strong that the White Lantern ring will, won't dissolve it completely. The only way to destroy a Black Lantern ring was with the whole with the power of the color core. That is wild. Cool. This really is dark. It was a very, yeah. it was a very dark read. Pun intended. Yeah, hundred percent pun intended. So that was uh, Black Lantern, um, or I'm sorry, Tales of the Dark Universe, uh, Blackest Night. 
Uh, Joe, you got to go go Power Rangers for okay. 25. Okay. Okay. For you Ranger fans, I don't read GoGo. But goddamn. So, this introduced Tommy getting his White Ranger powers. About damn time. Right. It went off the show. Remember how he got the White Ranger powers? But they morphed it. So, remember how the Omega Omega, uh, Rangers... This is the starting of them. So, Zordon has a boss, and he's called the Morphin Master. (laughs) I know. I'm out. (laughs) He is an all-being that is in charge of the entire Morphin Grid. So, he's Zordon's boss. I never knew Zordon had a boss. But the Zordon Pungeon? I, I, I guess. Zordon, uh, get your ass in here! There is a it's mystic, back 20 cars! There's like a mystic... A mystic blue ranger that he's now kind of like Silver Surfer. He's... Ninjor? No. He's not Ninjor. Oh. They go finding Ninjor here, though. Okay. But he's this racist. blue... He looks like blue Tyrannus the, the Triceratops mixed with Ninja Steel... He's mixed with a bunch of blue rangers. Okay, so a whole lot of blue. Right, so the morph that they were telling him, whoever remembers the the events of um, Shattered Grid, Shattered Grid will be the ultimate ranger and should lead the Omega Rangers. Lo and behold, Jason remembers him uh, fighting Dragon. Yeah, I'm okay so with like, that. go to Jason. He leads the team. Fine. So he they 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 go to Jason. Listen, pick a team. We need you to pick a team. You're going to lead a new team. You're leaving Zordon. You're leaving this Power Ranger life. You're going to be you're to a higher call. So he's like, no, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. You know how Jason is. I don't want to leave. Whatever. Okay. They're like, okay, if I leave, you have to give Tommy back his powers. Okay. If we give Tommy back his powers, you will no longer be the leader of the Power Rangers. Whatever it takes. Oh, how sweet. For him doing that, they're like, okay. We'll give him the White Ranger powers, and you will. Now that cemented him as they were testing Jason. Okay, you are the the best Ranger. You're gonna lead this stealth team. So he picks Trini and Zach. The this morph. I keep forgetting his name, but the Blue Ranger guy, who's working for Morphin Master, goes to Zordon, and even Zordon's like, "Oh, why are you here? Is it because I failed?" And he's like, "No, give Tommy. We're gonna send you on a mission with Ninjor to find the White Ranger." Uh, PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. You're going to give Tommy back his powers. Oh, okay, whatever. So they remember in the episode they couldn't find Zordon Alpha. Then they, the, te- the team gets beat up by Zed and his monsters. They don't know where this Yeah, because without their team, you know, they're useless. Tommy's writing a letter to Kimberly because he wants to leave to go to Japan because he's sad because he lost his Green Ranger power. But the letter turns out to be it starts off, hey, Kimberly, I love you. I miss you too. I miss being a Green Ranger. <laughs> so <laughs> he wasn't sure what he was missing. The letter turned out like, fuck, I don't miss her. I miss being a part of her. Uh, Therapeutic. So they finally find him, find Ninjor, and Tommy will get it. ends with them having the white powers. They're going to give it to Tommy, and they're going to take. And then <laughs> Zach and Trini are like, who's this Blue Ranger? That's not Billy. <laughs> Wrong Blue Ranger. But the only, they're the only two that see him. Billy and Kimberly do not see this guy. So he's like, And he's like, ghost? come with me. You're going to be the new Omega Ranger. The three of you. So mm. this this is the the beginning of the Omega Rangers and the beginning of I guess Tommy being the leader again of the Pirates. But this this opens up a shitload of stuff. Of I didn't know Zordon had a boss. Who's this? We didn't know there were other dimensions either. But right, I mean, this Blue us Ranger guys playing like Silver Surfer, like oh I'm here to summon you because my boss told me to come here. He's like a herald. 
Yeah, he's like a herald. He's like, I'm here to herald you because my boss. For the Morphin Master. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, so, but yeah, that, that imagist, that's Power Rangers 25. Blue, which cements. Blue Emissary? Jason is better than fucking Tommy. Stop the stop the argument. I, with that, with that, I can't really argue. He's with that. Tommy sucks. Well, I mean, it's one of those overrated. Uh, it's one of those psychological debates. It's like, is the person who's constantly good the better person, or the person who went through evil and then turned good, fought his lesser nature better? It's one of those. You know, you'd have a debate about that forever. Jason better. Only when he's uh, the Tyranno King. Well, now they have to change it because now they have to add Omega to it. So Omega, Tyranno. No, King? but Omega was like, you know, that's Black Ops. We don't talk about the Black well, Ops. I, true, but now, no, but now, remember, yeah. Last Morphin, they found out about their team. So, yeah. Ah, just wipe the memory. That's true. Wipe the memory. Is that King Shark? Oh, well. <laughs> We're going back to uh, Black Snake. Yeah, I still had it open on my. Oh, what was his name? Did you find his name? Blue emissary. Blue, I guess. I I I've read it two or three times, and I keep forgetting his name. You read it two or three times, Hold and on. you. you I'll show you. Did, you. did you find him there? Well, if Joe, you if you pull it up, you have to yeah, post yeah, this to the yeah, to the Instagram. Oh, here, boom! Look, there he is talking to Jason. He's like a mixture. Oh, you know what? I did see that on Instagram, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" That so, looks yeah. like the Dino, though. Right, like, like, see, he, he has he's a Dino Thunder and, and then uh, half Mighty Morphin. Yeah, with a and largely big. Well, game. you know more about Power Rangers than I do. Was the Dino Thunder have any uh, correlation to Mighty Morphin? No, because I know that uh, at one point Billy does have a, a younger sister that she becomes a Power Ranger in one of the series. Really, something along those lines. Someone from Mighty Morphin has a family member who becomes I, another member. I stopped at Zio. Wait, you stopped at Zio? Yeah. So I saw more than you. I stopped at. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't watch. Because after Zio, it went to the second movie, and then they became the, the Turbo Turbo, uh, which was a little odd. It was like uh, whatever. No, but the, that's the, when the kid was the Black Ranger. Oh, Blue Ranger. The Blue Ranger. Yes, the Blue Ranger. Yeah, oh, that's because yeah, yeah. the right, kid is grow. Jason was the Black. Jason was the Gold Ranger. Jason was Gold. That was great. Yeah. Nah, the, nah, the three episodes he was in because he was borrowing the power from some triplets. Whatever. Oh. Yeah, yeah with staff and everything, and the vest. It's like, hey, look, you know, we know we had Tommy as a Green Ranger, but we yeah, had a better yeah. version for you. Better version. And then after that, we had Terrible. Then we had Power Rangers in Space, which then that uh, correlated to another one, which is Power Rangers Wild Force. Uh, I, I, hey, I'm sorry, I watched a whole lot of Power Jesus. Rangers. Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and That's, then then it went to Zeo. Zeo was Zeo next. Yeah, Zeo was second. Right. Okay, so and then, then shifted to Terrible, and then so those two were M out after that. That's not bad. That's a decent amount. I mean, if you count that ninja part when they went after yeah, the when first they movie, Jetty. Jetty. but that was still Money Morphin. Yeah, yeah. it was like, still uh, it was still rocking. That me. was horrible. Was, yeah. Ta- uh, Taisha, Aisha. Those three Rangers suck. And then they were alright. Rocky, yeah. Aisha, and Adam. Adam, thank you. I like that. You know how I say Tommy sucks? Rocky sucked. Rocky was Rocky was a terrible leader. Trash. That's why he was the first Ranger to become a blue uh, a leader to the second in command. Because he goes from being the leader as a Red Ranger and then uh, in space. No, he was never the leader. Tommy was the leader. Tommy was the leader. Oh, well, okay, you're right. right. He was, and then Tommy became the Zio. He became the Red he Ranger. He was never the leader. Red Rangers are, are usually, because remember, Rocky was Correct. the Red Ranger. They're usually seen as leaders. Right, but Tommy was there, so he was, yeah, not, yeah. He was not the leader. Okay, okay, you point. He went from red to blue, though. Let's just say that. Rocky got demoted in colors. I like how with, with Tommy, Tommy got had the, 
the Dragon Shield, which was an awesome thing. And then when he became White Ranger, he's like, we got to give him another shield. So they gave him a vest. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's terrible. I don't like this. Yeah, vest. White Ranger's terrible. But then they gave, they gave Jason, as the Gold Ranger, a vest shield type thing. I mean, look at that. If that does not scream combo. It looks badass, though. It, it looks, looks, it looks right. nice, though. But it's a combination oh, but, And the other thing Ranger. that really took away from the White Rangers, the talking sword side. That was horrible. Oh, dude, that was so annoying. Listen. There's nothing good about that Wire Ranger, okay? The whole thing's the, the Zord sucked. Uh, the Lion Zord was pretty cool. No, the the li- I like the Lion Zord. The Sword sucked. He sucked. That's why I like when you first get introduced to, to Lord Dracon and um, you know how he gets the, the sword and everything. He rips off Saba's head. And I was like, yeah, that was a good idea. Why didn't we do that before? And then you have and he's the- more green than white in, in his... In his form. In his Dracon? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he stole the white powers. He wasn't given the white powers. The white power was going to go to Jason in this alternate universe. Right. It was to be the last ditch effort. Right. And Dragon, and then Tommy comes in and he's like, y'all thought you could play me? Whooped everybody's ass and then stole the power. This Power Rangers. Power Rangers talk. This <laughs> Power Ranger power hour. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, we have the big books of the week. We have um, Fallen Angels number one, X-Men number two. I did not read X-Men number two, so we're going to wait on that one. Um, but I did read Fallen Angels number one. And I got to say... Wasn't very interested in this book, but I liked it. You liked I it? I thought okay. it was good. All right. They, they sold me on it, and I I didn't want to be sold on another X book. I I really – what I really dug about this book is it had everything to do with Quanin being separate from Psylocke. Well, she's Psylocke now, but being separate from Braddock. Yeah. Betsy. From Betsy. Yeah. So this Captain is – Captain Britain. Yeah. Right. So this is – Quanin being, but her, she's taking on the persona of Psylocke. Yeah, she she's agreed. Like you know, we separated. Yeah. She she might have used this name, but it's mine now. But you get little pieces of her origin, how she was trained as an assassin, mm-hmm. and then, but the whole thing revolves around. Um, there's a new techno drug called Apoth. No, no, no. Apoth is the creator. Overdrive. Oh, over over Clover Clock. Well, Clo- Cloverclock is is the drug. Uh, is the drug, but the, the street it's, name is Overdrive. No, it's Overclock. Let's go. Oh, Overclock, Overclock. What yeah. did you say? Overdrive. Oh, Turbo Power. Yeah, it's on the brain. <laughs> so, um, the Jesus. the drug is a is a techno drug that basically is if you've seen um, Dread. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing as the uh, oh, slowdown um, and drug, oh, okay. whatever that drug was called that slowed everybody down. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, except that when they take it, it causes them to feel like they're going to die, and when they're going to die, they decide I'm going to take everybody with me. Oh. Yeah, as a small chance of that. I mean, but it seemed like everybody who takes it used dies. Yeah, and then but this is Quanin being told that um, this is Quanin being told that. There's a new god out there. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by these two. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and talk. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, it's one being told that there's a new god out there, and it's a it's the evolution human evolving. Because now the mutants have retreated to Krakoa, humans have decided that they're going to evolve. They're or haven't decided. They're evolving further. They're, they're going to force evolve with technology. Yeah, with technology, which, which we did the, see which in is the beginning the of the powers of X. Yeah. So this book deals with. Um, her being told through a vision that this new drug is is out there. This god, Apoth, is the new god that everybody's going to worship because it's technological. And that they've already taken something from Quanin. Mm-hmm. And you know that uh, that is uh, her daughter. 
because you get flashbacks later of how when she's being trained as an assassin, they they kill the person, the man she loves, and forcibly take the daughter away and say and tell her, you know, you need to have this this feeling of this being taken from you for you to be to retreat to this, so right. that whenever you feel like you're being you, you can't endure any further. You can use this this memory as I've endured this. I can endure anything. So, and real quick, right there, do we have any theories who gave her this vision, this information? Off, no, not right now. I didn't, I didn't read this, but she oh, goes to there. she goes to Magneto first to see, ask if she can leave. Magneto tells her no because this is also Fallout after X Force number one because mm. they're reeling from the death of right. Xavier. Xavier. Magneto says no, but also tells her, you know, you should go talk to Sinister. <laughs> and he said, so which she says, you're telling me there are rules and you're telling me how to break the rules. And she, he says, I, I didn't tell you anything. Uh, I'm just offering you right. a, a way of thinking. Right. And he's like, plus, you know, we're all reeling from the death of Xavier. I have, sometimes I forget conversations. In my grief. In I my love grief. it. So he goes to Sinister and Sinister's just like, well, how did you become who you are? Tell me who you are. And, She's like, look, I don't want to deal with this. And he tells her, look, don't be boring. He, things bore me. I don't want to deal with you. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, at the end Seriously. of it, he, he, he tells her or she tells him how who she is and how she came that way. And he's like, all right, you need to find warriors. You need to find people who don't who, who are like you because, because you need to – I think he says something to the effect of you need to kill somebody. Um, and you need to find other people that are like you because then they won't be satisfied with just staying here either. Uh, yeah. So he goes and he finds uh, X-23 and Cable. And then – They're hanging out but they're not dancing because they're at a big party. Yeah. And instead of dancing, Cable being you know, the slick Summers guy talking to her, he's like, how do you have fun? And they start fighting. Well, yeah. She's just like, I, I dance but in my own way. She's like, he's like – she's like, you wouldn't like it. He's like, oh, just try me. She broke his him. nose. She presses him in the face. <laughs> So they start fighting, and then she shows up, and she pulls him aside, and she's like, you're a soldier. You're an assassin. No, you're, you're a predator. You're a predator. I'm sorry. And mm. you guys don't feel safe. You know, you guys don't like comfort. You guys don't like safe. You know, you should come and help me. And then 23 says, look, pulls her aside, pulls her out of the room, and says, look, I'll go with you, but don't take care. Right. And he's like, Cable, oh, soldier, he'll do whatever you want, but he's still got that soldier mentality. I'm the one you want to take with you. I just need to get out from underneath the shadow of Logan. And it was kind of cute because she was like, Nathan deserves this piece because mm-hmm. he's been through so much. And if you really think about it, that yeah. character has been through a lot. So she? Yeah, but she wants to get out of the shadow. She has that, that you know, kind of like Nightwing Batman complex yeah, yeah, yeah. where there's a shadow over me. Oh, what was me? So they go to Tokyo to find out what's going on. They see they visit a black market um, dealer of Quanin's, a friend of hers. And they start asking her questions about Apoth, about Overclock, mm-hmm. about what it is. And she won't tell him anything. So she freaks out and she ignites her psychic dagger. And she's like, I'm going to fucking scramble your brains yeah, yeah, like yeah. eggs. Yeah. And I'm going to find the info anyway if you don't tell me. And she tells her, it's like, I don't know where it is, but I can't send you to him. And she fucking fries his ass with the, uh, the psychic And then X-23 takes out the rest of the people. Takes out the rest of the crew. And she's like, what happened? And that's when uh, Psylocke decides to touch her and give her all the information. And that she's like, you had a daughter. You had a daughter. This is who it was. All this. Because they show her the video of the train accident in the beginning of the comic, which is Psylocke's daughter using yeah. the over clock to go ahead and go haywire. But, yes, I know it's over clock, Amir. Thank you for pointing that out for me. I was incorrect. I already said that. 
and the excerpts on it are fantastic because you guys know me. I love reading every little yeah. extra tidbit and side note and just the way they're describing it. I know you said that it looks like everyone dies, but in these notes, it shows that I like our experience euphoria highs beyond like heroin and crack and everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, well, even higher. And it's just like they, they, they feel like months have gone by when it's only been a few minutes. Oh, only a few yeah. minutes or a few hours. And it's been months. And I'm like, that's some some hardcore tech. And it just pumps out every little bit of your brain. But luckily, Psylocke and X-23 do finally get to the location where they have the information for. Yeah, because it's, it's like a barn. There's no technology there. And there's oh, a shit. bunch of kids, and they're all connected to this drug because it's it's an it's a implant that's right. on the side of their heads. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and then basically they start talking to them, and then they all die. Oh, fuck. And then one of them pops out from the shadows, and he's like, I'm the one that did Because like, they're saying, well, we got to find the person who did this. He's like, I'm the one that did this. Not the kid. He's just a speaker. I'm the song you did. And he basically tells her, you know, go back to your island. We're we're doing we're evolving without you. We don't need you. Go away. And then he kills him. Yeah. Holy Super fuck. dark. Then you get more backstory, and then she finally goes back to the island and talks to Sinister. And that's when she goes and she actually grabs Nathan. So Nathan does get recruited. Yeah, and but he, he also that's where the book ends is he tells her, like, go find people who who recruit people to help us. So it looks like Falling is gonna grow the cast. It's like yeah, because if you look at the cast list at the beginning of the book, it's Magneto, it's um, it's Sinister, it's it's Quanin, it's Cable, it's X twenty three, and then it's also Betsy Braddock. Mm. Betsy Braddock has one line in the book. Well, something that well, remember Betsy has her own story that she's doing in a different book. But what I'm saying is, I don't think these this, these casts at the beginning of the book are supposed to be the teams. I think they're just supposed to be the casts in the book. Yes, exactly. Like the modus operandi. That's exactly what I, what I what I wanted to get to as well. It's like I feel like this is just for this issue. This is who we're, we're dealing we're dealing with. with. Yeah, because like I said, Braddock only had one line. She wanted to talk to because that that's the thing in the book. The conflict in the book is actually with Quanin right. because she resents the fact that when they when they're when the two people when Betsy Braddock and Quanin merged and became right. Psylocke, Betsy Braddock's personality took over. Right. So Quanin was basically trapped inside. And she says she was screaming, screaming right. and yelling. She's the assassin part. Yeah. Well, it's just she wanted control of her own body. Right. Can you imagine right. not being in control? But is Betsy in this issue, is she in her new outfit? Yes. Right. She, yeah. she is Captain Gray. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. This is after the events fact, that it, happened. It, it, actually, it doesn't refer to her as Betsy Bragg. It actually refers to her as Captain, Captain Gray. Yeah. yeah. So she, her issue and her... Uh, all these issues for That's the right. next books are all, all, all happening... Right. Uh, what's the word? Consecutively? No. Concurrently. 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 They're all happening concurrently. So each thing does happen. And that's why you have to pay attention to the order of the books. Because, you know, you look at two books now on Wednesdays. Which is it's just, which is going to be weird because there's some books I'm reading and some books I'm not. Exactly. So I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm keeping on a lot of them. I think more than you, Justin. So I'll try to fill it yeah, whatever well, I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping New Mutants and I dropped um, uh, Excalibur. The, the Excalibur. Those are the two I dropped. Uh, I'm probably going to drop Excalibur as well, but New Mutants might give one more issue because yeah. I feel like they might be going a certain direction and if they actually get there this next issue, I'll okay stay with on, it. I'll stay on Excalibur. Uh, and man, I see, I was about to say something because I read both X-Men 2 and Fallen Angels back-to-back. And I was just about to say something that happens that yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. connects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, yeah, Joe, did you read X-Men? Of course. Also, you know what I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really like this book. I didn't, I, 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 this was the book I had the least amount of interest in. I was just like, this is probably, when I was reading the list, I was like, that's probably a book I'm going to drop. At the end of this book, I'm actually digging it. And you know why I'm digging it too? It's the, uh, until the Wolverine book comes out, this is the closest book that's to, that has the feel of a Wolverine book. Yeah. I always, no matter, even if I didn't read any X books, I always read Wolverine. 
because I love that well of the character, but I also love the books. The books were always really cool. Yeah, this book has the closest feel to a Wolverine book until the Wolverine book actually comes out. <laughs> and uh, so next week we're looking at Excalibur two, which most of us, if any of us, are not going to read. No, I will read, but we do have. You're going to read it. I will read. All right, so you're going to have to fill us in on that. The only X book I'm not reading is New Mutants. So then, you know what? I, I will. I will take the hit. I will read it to team. keep us in the go loop ahead. of everything. As long as you read Excalibur, Joe. The second I you will. stop reading Excalibur, no, I'm I done. Uh, we uh, also have Marauders too, which I think we were all oh, a fan of. Hell. Yeah, we all like Marauders. I yeah. love Marauders. It was great. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. X Force Two of Stateless. And uh, well, I thought X Force was great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and just a, a shout out to the artist of this book, which I'm actually going back to see who it is right now. I really dug the art. Yeah, she looks dope. No, the blacks and the pinks and everything and the way uh, Nathan Summer Kudransky? looks. Kudransky? Is yeah. that how you say that? Could you? I don't see anywhere else where it has his name. Nathan had a big or week. Oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. Right? Nathan had a big week last week, though. They don't know this, but yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Nathan Nathan's an X2. That's all there is to say. So, so, like I said, we didn't re- I didn't read X2, so I, I prefer to wait to talk about the book. No problem, bro. Um, so, the, so now that we're done with comics, we're going to go – we're going to kind of combine movies. We don't have movies and TV because we don't have a whole lot of movie news this week. Uh, the only thing I wanted to mention is that I'm excited by this. Maybe not everybody else is. I know Joe is. I'm not. Or, I mean, I am, but – I think we all are. Henry Cavill has stated that he is not done with the role of Superman. But that's more of a personal decision, not a studio decision. I don't know. If you read what he's talking about, if you read the article, because he did, they gave you the excerpt of the article for Men's Health. The way he made it sound is because he said, because he even said, what I'll say to this is, we'll you know wait and see. So that leads me to believe that he knows something that we don't know. It's, it's possible. And I believe this article was uh, dealing with, with The Witcher, right? More? Well, it's, it's an article in Men's Health magazine, so I don't know. Oh, it's about him being buff? Yeah, probably more of that than anything. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like the fact that he still wants to continue on. And he also did give his opinion about the movies, too, because he thought Man of Steel was a solid start. He liked Batman vs. Superman, but he said it's more of a Batman movie, so it's dark more for a Batman movie. And he said Justice League just didn't work. But we're we'll getting more and more of the Snyder Cut talk lately. Everyone is. Yeah, more and more people. Yeah, the Dots talking about it. Henry wants to come out. Even Zack Snyder has been like... He's been I mean, releasing pictures and doing stuff. They ain't gonna release. No, nah, it won't be released. They won't release. I'll watch it, but they won't release. We'll see. Can you imagine how different of a movie it is? Listen, I was it. thinking about it today too. I was wondering if it would be one of those things where people would watch it and go, "Oh my God, Justice League was amazing," or if they would just go, eh, it's, "It's not." Would, would it change popular opinion about Justice League? I think so. I don't. Know. No, I mean, he wanted to include Darkseid in that cut, anyways. On top but he, of that. even even if even if it was still seriously different, you still have you know lip you know mustache gains. So. I mean, that wouldn't have happened without the reshoots that they did after. Uh, oh, that's Spider-Man. true. I forgot about that. We wouldn't have had lip gains. I don't even care about that. The movie just sucks. I don't know. That took away from it. I just love that Ryan Reynolds did do a little joke on the. Game. That was hilarious. Okay, with at least that. I have spoken it or something. Yeah, you should have. Yeah, Joe, where was it? I have spoken for that. And I guess with, with I Have Spoken, we can go ahead and, you know, start well, on TV. Well, in, in, in TV news, the thing I wanted to mention was on um, – they started releasing pictures today of Crisis for uh, CW. I know there are like okay. eight pictures, right? Yeah, and uh, you've got your first pick of Kevin Conroy as Batman. And it's looking – because he's wearing a harness around his neck, around his shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's looking like he's playing Kingdom Come Batman. 
yeah, where he's got to have the harness because he's older and he's the, the years being Batman has taken a toll on his body. So I'm very much into that because I think it's going to connect with Brandon Routh's Superman. Superman, Superman. But we did get confirmation that Brandon Routh's Superman is the Christopher Reeve Superman mm. because they asked, they flat out asked Mark Guggenheim, will we be getting Christopher Reeve? version of Superman in Crisis, and he said, well, Brandon Routh is Superman, and Christopher Reeve is a continuation of that. So his his story is the continuation from Superman Returns. It makes, it makes sense. So Yeah, because he was supposed to continue the, the Christopher Reeve's movie line. Well, that, yeah, it was a continuation of those movies. So it makes As if sense. three and four never happened. It was one, two, yeah. and then Superman Returns. The Halloween movie. Nice. Okay with that. So no, I love it. Same. But that's the only thing I really want to mention is we got our first pick of um, Kevin Conroy as Batman. As Batman. And I'm really excited for this. And the more stuff we see from Crisis, the more excited I'm getting. The one thing we have almost gotten complete confirmation on, though, is that everybody expecting a large part for Smallville's Tom Welling is going to be disappointed because they're saying it's really, really yeah, small. Even he said it's it's like he, it was, he shot for a day. Yeah. It's like, it was cool. Would it be so, sad if this is better than Justice League itself? <laughs> it probably will be. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It probably oh is. Oh, my God. And there's no Green Lantern. By the way, I, I do want to say, well, I know that The Rock said Black Adam's happening. That movie's not coming out either. They got a release I call it. I'm calling it right now. I mean, but a lot of movies have had that release dates in the happening. future. So I don't want to be as pessimistic as Joe, but until we have maybe a little more on casting. Just like you guys. Anyway. I'll bet you a zero figure. My zero figure? Your zero pop. Damn, that, that, that Black Adam don't come out? Yeah. Deal. Oh, we have a bet. You've heard it here on Rogue Nation 33. Uh, Joe is betting his Funko Zero uh, to Amir's uh, nothing. I mean, what are you putting on the line here? I hear you, dude. Companionship. Free technical support for the next two years. So getting in, so we have two shows we're going to talk about. I watched Watchmen Episode 5. Did anybody else watch it? No. Sorry. You didn't watch it. You I watched it. You watched it. Not because I didn't want to. It's, I didn't have time. Okay. So we Go got we got the fifth episode of Watchmen, which the show continues to dominate. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> okay. amazing. And, okay. I mean, the show just continues and continues to be the best show on television. But this one goes back to 1985 and shows you exactly what you never got in the book. Yep. It shows you what happened. When the squid was dropped from the sky oh, and attacked, really? yes. oh man, so such a good episode. Oh Damn. man, because okay. the whole thing starts there. It's in Hoboken, New Jersey, right? And they just drop, and a whole bunch of Jehovah's Witnesses are dropped off at um. Fuck. Just talk about the fair. end time because you know, we're, you know, minutes to midnight and everything. I hate, hate Jehovah. So <laughs> one of them, just, just, it, it's worth it. Is <laughs> one of them is young Wade, uh, Looking Glass. Okay. One of them is the younger version of him. Not played by Tim Blake Nelson, actually uh, played by another actor. Somewhere. Yeah, another actor. It's supposed to be young him. But the actor, he does a good job. That's fine. So he sent out into the fair to talk to people about the end is nigh. The, the doomsday clock yeah. set at, at one minute. Everything's going to happen. You know, shit's going to happen. Do you repent? And he ends up talking to, which is stupid. He ends up talking to a group of uh, basically uh, punks, punk mm-hmm. thugs. Right. And they start fucking with them and driving his shit and throwing it on the ground. And one of the girl punks is like, leave him alone. Yeah. Come on, let's go. And you're like, wow, this chick's kind of weird. So he, she takes him into the fun house and she's talking to him. And she's like, hey, you know, do you really think this is going to happen? You think it's really bad? And he's just like, well, you know, and he's getting our. She's like, have you ever had, are you a virgin? And he's, oh. he's like, He's like, why? Well, you know, I didn't think you had sex. And she's like, I know. And he's like, well. And then she starts taking off his clothes. 
gets all of his clothes off, picks them all up, says, what, what does she say? It's like, eat shit, faggot, or something yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Some bullshit that she runs off with his clothes. He runs off his clothes, so he's naked in the... So he's panicking. Corner. He's like, oh my god. And then the squid attack hits because it was a psychic attack, too. Uh, so he hears the he gets the yeah, psychic yeah, attack yeah. instead. He wakes up and he's got blood coming from his ears. And the whole funhouse is destroyed. Yeah, all broken the, mirror like, all around him. Yeah, he walks out of the funhouse and he's naked. And the first thing he sees, he sees his clothes on the ground. He picks them up and then he's like looking and seeing what's going on. And they're like, there's like three of like, one person here or there that's alive still, but the rest of the fair is just dead. Yeah. A whole carnival. Just dead. And he has no idea. All he's screaming, he's screaming. He's like, "What happened?" What happened? Because he has no idea what happened. And then it pulls back from the fair mm-hmm. across the le- oh, uh, across the river to New York, and you just see the giant squid is dead uh-huh. in the middle of New York. It's just fucking lying there on top of buildings. Uh, like a ton of those flailing here yeah. and there. Ew. And that's yes. such a great scene. Yeah, and that's where that scene ends. And then it goes to our, our now, and you start finding out more about Looking Glass. And whenever he... It's a very Looking Glass-centric episode. Yeah. Because you find out that he is very, very paranoid about the whole second attack happening again. Um, he, he, in his day job when he's not a cop, his undercut, his job that keeps his cover is he's um, what is it called? Uh, uh, he works with focus. Like he yeah, watches focus groups. He, he watches, watches focus, focus groups from the, from the other side of the two way mirror, and he uses his powers of deduction to be like, you know, what do they really think? So the whole the whole beginning of it deals with them trying to resell. People on going back to New York because New York was New York was ground zero. So apparently nobody wants to go there anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so so they're trying to resell, and he's like, he just they have a focus group, a whole bunch of people that watch the commercial for going back to New York, and uh, he comes and he's like, none of them bought it. They're all afraid. They won't. They won't go. But they all loved it. They said they loved it. It's like, yeah, they, they told you to do their face. They loved it. But in their heads, they're thinking, there's no fucking way I'm going back to New York. They just didn't like it. So wow. you end up. He goes home, and he, he. You see him go home. You see him take his uh, hat off, and inside his hat is lined with the same uh, silver stuff that his mask is made with. And you find out it's called plasticine, and it's used to. It supposedly blocks psychic attacks. That's why he's constantly wearing the mask, or he wears the hat because it's lined with the plasticine. Yeah, and he does visit his ex-wife at one point, and she even says. The hat's back, isn't it? Yeah. And he makes a, a stupid comment, but you're like, she knows. Yeah. So he he makes dinner. He put well. First thing he does, he gets home, he takes the hat off, pulls his mask out of the safe, and then puts it on. Yeah. And then he makes dinner, and then starts watching gay porn, which gay, is like superhero superhero porn. porn. But it's based off the characters in this. Yeah. So movie. it's like um, the one that they keep talking about from the past that has hooded justice, hooded justice, and, and like his psychic, and, and he's fucking his psychic. Yeah. And it's like, okay, wait. A yeah, it's gay porn. It's two guys. Uh, I was like, you do, you, but he has an ex-wife as well. So he he's on a woman. But you see, he's like, he's like eating a can of beans, and he's like really into it. Like, but he's watching he's like, regular TV. He's not jerking off. He's just kind of like, like, like it's a telenovela or something. He's just like, what's gonna happen next? And it's just a guy being railed. So an alarm goes off, and he freaks out. He he turns off the television. He pulls his mask, and he runs all the way out right. to his bunker. And then he as he gets to his bunker, he gets downstairs, and he. He hits a button to turn the alarm off, and you find out it's a drill. He runs these drills constantly, but the alarm keeps going off. So he freaks out. He goes up to his house again, finds the thing that's making the alarm, and he rips it off the wall, starts beating the shit out of him because he can't turn it off. And then he's on the phone with the company that makes it, and he's like, "Your shit is." 
bullshit. You gotta send me another. <laughs> I run drills so many times like, a yeah, month. Like, I run, I run like four hundred drills a month or something like that. Like, we only recommend two. Yeah, it's like, I don't give <laughs> <know> shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Okay. It's like we can send it out. It'll be there by Friday. He's like, oh no, 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 no. I gotta have it. I gotta have it right away. It's like, oh, we can have it over there tomorrow. That's fine. But it'll cost as much as the unit itself. It's like, yeah, I don't care. Cool. Do it. So he's really, really paranoid because the whole unit is supposed to help him in case another psychic attack happens. He can get to his bunker. So the whole show, the, the whole episode is really focusing on this is really fucked up from that. And he, he has a focus group, which reminds me of Avengers Endgame focus group mm-hmm. uh, for like a victim yeah. of people who like went through that that incident. And it's just, it's a lot of him dealing with that. But then it kind of leads into well, he the Robin. Weigert, I think is her real name, Trixie from Deadwood. She comes into the the, the focus group. Well, it's not a focus group. It's a, I mean, sorry, yeah, not focus group. It's a self-help group there you oh, go. Uh, for people who are afraid of the the, the psychic attack happening again, right, squids right. happening again. Gotcha. She shows up to one of the meetings. She kind of takes a liking to him, and they go out for a drink. She kind of comes on to him. She, she really likes him. And then basically they hit it off, but he's like, well, I'll see you again at the next meeting. And then when she leaves – she leaves in a truck because she's drunk. She has somebody come pick her up. She leaves in a truck and a piece of uh, a head of lettuce pops out of the back of the truck. If you remember in the first episode, right. it was a lettuce truck yeah. that killed the cop. So he follows him and finds out that she's 7th Cavalry. So he calls it in and he goes in to see what's going on. And they're experimenting with uh, portals. portals, with the teleportation portals. So he flips shit. Oh, he's like... He's freaking out. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they, he goes in. He starts to try to arrest the people of Seventh Calvary. And the girl's like, "No, no, we went through a lot to bring you here. We even rigged the piece of lettuce to pop out of the truck. Like, we wanted to show you." What we intercepted your your call for a backup. And yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> nice. you find out Senator Keen, the young uh-huh. guy, right, right. he's a member of Seventh Calvary. No, but here's the bigger deal. Damn. It's all a ploy. Okay. The not only him, but. Judd, the the um, what is he called? The, the head officer, the Judd. Yeah, Judd. So the guy who was hanged earlier, they're both leaders of respective groups of Seventh Cavalry. They joined to go ahead and make this whole thing wow. to keep the peace, yeah. so there wouldn't be another white knight. Yeah. So they're they're playing both sides of the field to not kill each other, essentially. But not only that, they give you even more. Yeah, because he's he Keen is like. He's telling Wade all this stuff, and he's like, look, I'm going to set you free. He's like, I got a video here. It was like when I first came into office, they put me in this uh, group, and I was like, I thought I was going to end up someplace else, but they put me here. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's the job. They showed me this video, and from that point on, it took me 10 years to make a copy. Yeah. And it'll completely set you free. And he's like, all you got to do is press play. He's like, you can, you can, you can leave, you can go out, and we'll not stop you, and you can go back to your life and being worried and right. the next second time, or you can press play and have all your fears go away. Presses play, and it's Ozymandias, it's Vite, oh. it's young Jeremy Irons, and he's basically he's he's welcoming President Redford into office. Which is thirty years after, right, right, yeah. right, right. And he's like, "Look, you, you might think you're no, it's five years after." Five, right. five oh years yeah, after. yeah, he was in office five years after. Yeah, right, which right. this is thirty years after that. But he's like, five years after the psychic attack, after the, the attack, mm. he's telling Robert Redford basically, he's like, "You're wondering how I can know that you're president five years after it's because I made it happen." Yeah, I'm not a prophet. I actually made the events happen. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, nice one to do that." Yeah, and he tells him the whole the whole squid thing was me. It was him. He's like, I did it to he unite. He explains the world. it all. He's like, and you see Wade's face. It's like horror, right, right. fear, sadness, anger, all those emotions on this actor's face. And I'm just like, damn, he's good. 
And he's like, I orchestrated everything to bring the world together. And he's like, I also made it so you could become president and all this stuff. So Wade takes this info and then he goes and they tell him, he's like, all you got to do, the, the, in exchange for freeing his mind, mm-hmm. what he wants him to do is to take Sister Knight off the board because oh, she's getting right. too, too close. So the senator right. said that he would take her off regardless. Okay. But it's just it's up to Wade. If Wade does something about it or they claim that he's crazy because of all the stuff that he's doing and then they take her out as well. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Wade on how this goes down. Yeah. They literally leave it in his hands. So like earlier in the episode, you found out that um, uh, Lori, the the FBI chick, she right. had bugged um, Wade's, cactus. Wade's cactus on his desk. <laughs> so everything that happens on his desk, he, she knows about. Well, she he uses that to get her arrested because he wanted to find. She wanted to find out what's what's the pills she took from right, her right. grandfather. He takes it to his ex wife. His ex wife tells her it's called nostalgia. It's a drug, and it's memories in pill form. So. When she's like, you need to tell me the pill. She tells him what the pills are and everything, but he tells it over the cactus. And then the FBI chick comes out of the office and they arrest her. But not before she swallows all the pills and then they take her off. Yeah, one of the things they talk about uh, the pills is that it you know, caused a lot of damage and this other stuff. This, this sister Knight just swallowed like a whole bottle's worth. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, what is going to happen? And you get little snippets of it in the next episode where – they're like, you know, it's like you're not supposed to take other people's memories. Yeah. They said that I, I could have sworn that someone says they're cop memories. Well, no, you see visions of a cop in the in the, the visions. But yeah. that's that's not this episode. That's the oh, yeah, episode. That's, we're gonna figure that out. So this I'm trying to remember how this episode Oh, but in interlaced with this, you've got uh Vite who's trapped in his own little personal area. He's trying to escape. Um, he does this episode. He actually builds a spacesuit, and he actually gets launched off the catapult out yeah. of the out of the area. And you find out he's on a moon, he's on a moon of Mars. Yep. And he and all the bodies oh, Mars or Jupiter? No, it's Jupiter. I saw Jupiter. Was it Jupiter? I yeah. thought that was Mars. He's on a he's on a moon of Jupiter. A moon of Jupiter. Okay. Well, he he all the bodies he launched of all his clones. He basically rearranges them. To spell, he takes all the dead bodies and he rearranges them on the surface of the planet to spell "save me." Right, oh. as a satellite goes, satellite over. goes uh. over. So you see his his mastermind planning. The bodies going out there, which we thought was random. Him always keeping an eye on his watch. All these other things he's been doing. All these tests finally come together, right. and it is amazing to see it. And then he gets yanked back into the world he's in, and then the game master shows up and uh, basically tells him he's under arrest. And uh, someone makes a mention about God. No, yeah, he's like, he's like, you, you guys, uh, you guys follow. He's not there anymore. He's not there. And again, the game, the game warden. He's like, yeah, our God isn't here. So you're like, oh, man, maybe. I mean, that, that those were the vibes. I That's why I thought it was Mars because I figured he was close to Manhattan or something like that. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, I don't maybe know. Manhattan created the world to, to jail him. To jail him in there, yeah. and he created all the other things, the clones and everything else going on. And this is him trying to get out. And he knows, you know. Because he always says, I thought this place was paradise when I first got here. Now I see it's a prison. Mm-hmm. So. It, it, but it, it's just, it's, wow. There was so much in this episode. Yeah. This episode, it, it's like you, you get finished watching the episode and my first thought was, wow, not a lot happened. And then you think about it and I went, dude, there was a ton of shit that happened. What am I Everything thinking? Everything happened. Yeah. It was just like, this was a ton of explanation right here. Yeah. There was a lot going on. I can't imagine what else. We still have so much more to go. We have. 
How many more episodes? Four? Four. Because it's episode six is next. Yeah. Four more episodes. I'll watch four. this week's tomorrow. No, three. Sorry. Six, seven, eight. There's eight episodes. Yeah. So, so three, three more to go. go. Three more to go. I'm in. So Watch as much as we loved this show, there's one more show we got to talk about, oh. and that is the episode two of The Mandalorian, yes. which another great episode. Yeah. Another great episode. I saw um, people say it was filler. Like, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Um, we got a lot out of this wait, episode. How is it filler? I don't know. Exactly. I saw, I saw because some people, people feel that nothing happened. And a lot happened. And, and if you look at it, a lot happened. Oh, yeah. Stuff happened. So this episode starts with him coming back from saving. Well, at this point, we're just going to call him Baby Yoda because right. we don't have a name. No Boda. Boda. Okay, I'm down for Boda. Um, <laughs> or the child, as I keep referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, Boda's good. So he's walking back, and um, he yeah. ends up getting attacked by the uh, same species as Bosk. Right. Uh, which are ten. Uh, ten, ten like Tendorians or something. Right. Yeah. Um, and he, he gets injured in the fight, but he takes them all out. And then as he's walking back, he ends up uh, a makeshift camp for the night. And he's trying to heal himself, or he's trying to patch himself up. And you notice Boda seeing this. And then next thing you know, he's walking up to the Mandalorian trying sure, to put his yeah. hand on him. Of course, yeah. And, and he's just like, what are you doing? And he picks him up, puts him back in the thing. And he starts trying to patch himself up again. And then he hits back again, like... Like, like a fucking, you know, so he keeps putting it back and then he closes the lid and then he walks back. He gets all the way back to his ship. And I love this. He gets all the way back to his ship and his, strip is, his ship is almost stripped completely the by the Jawas. It was one of the best scenes I've seen oh in the Star God, Wars movie. And the funny thing for me is like, you talk about being emotionally involved. I saw the ship the way it was, and I got anxiety. Like, oh my god, how is he going to leave? The yeah, ship is destroyed. It went through my head. I'm like, how are you going to do all of that? I mean, uh, because the, my first thought was like, how is he going to put it all back together? Safe. Uh, yeah, it's like, even if he gets it back, it's going to be a mission. See, I always have a comical outlook because I looked at him like, that's why you don't put your shit in the hood. Like, yeah, right. Right. You right. know, honestly, I was expecting blocks and fucking spray paint and <laughs> shit. <laughs> I still remember Batman. Uh, Oh, uh, <laughs> two where, where he, he closed up the back. He, he yeah. the back. Like, why did you do but that? But Jason's talk and still steal his tires. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, I, I like when he got into the ship and he turned on the engines. I'm like, dude, there's no ship. How yeah, where's he going to go? He wants to go to space. That's that dead. moment of despair where you're just like, just turn on. Give but, me something. But I believe that's where he started taking out. Well, he cha- he started shooting the Jawas and fucking disintegrating Yeah, he them. took out like three or four of them. And then they started running off in the Sandcrawler, and then he chases them down, gets on the Sandcrawler, and he ends up getting knocked off. Yeah. Which was a great scene because you yeah. see him trying to climb and all this other stuff. Right. And he fall, right. But it leaves you wondering to like, where did you think this was going to work? Like, it's just yeah, frustration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see him as a very relatable character because when you're that frustrated, you're like, screw all of this. I'll do whatever the hell I you know, think. Yeah. And the whole time, the little pod's following him that has the boda in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. So yeah. he goes back to um, he goes back to the Ugnaught and uh, tells him about it. And he's like, okay, I'm going to help you. And he's like, he takes him to go trade. And this is my favorite thing where he's just like, he's like, we're going to trade with him. He's like, I got to trade to get my own shit back? What yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was stolen from me. It was funny. That, that, that's how Jawas like, work. He's got to put the weapons down. He can't take the weapons with him. He ends up using the flamethrower at one point because yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets pissed. And then they ask him to, to take his weapons to trade for it. And he's like, weapons are my religion. Yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm not giving these up. No, they wanted Boba. And then he's like, no. No, not that either. Yeah, they, they kept asking him everything. He's like, no, no, no. Like, what do you expect? you got to trade something. And so they want the egg. The egg. They want the egg. 
So he ends up fighting a, a mud a mudhorn, which is the animal. That fight was epic. That was pretty epic. Although I was a little mad at him. There were some moments where I was like, "Why are you laying there? You get knocked back, you get up." Yeah, but it's also getting you got back hit by hurt. a fucking bus. Yeah, hey. a bus shaped. Uh, Mandalorian should know how to get back up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You saw the way his yeah. shit, his armor was yeah, all yeah, fucked up, right? Destroyed. <laughs> okay. So he ends up getting, but the, one of the best, the best scenes for me in this episode was being saved by Boda. Oh, of course. Where 100%. he, where she, where he uses the the force for the lifts him up, lifts him up, so it stops charging. Oh, okay. see. I watched it my first time a little drunk, so when I when I saw that immediately, I was thinking, "Wait, wait, wait, why he's out?" You know. Jackie Chan Adventures, nobody. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, what would you, how, what that, did you think that's of that? That's what came to mind, like, literally. That's what comes to mind. Like, well, yeah. 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 So, he gets saved by, by Boda, ends up taking the thing out, because I know you would express, I know me or you would express yeah. that you weren't sure how he took it out with such a small knife. And my response to that is, like, it's a very small brain case. One yeah. shot to the brain. Yeah, you're I, out. after you said that, it made 10. I'm like, okay, fine. I get it. And plus, that. I, think, I think the. And this is just. This just could be. I only watched the episode. I've only had a chance to watch the episode once. I think it was a Vibroblade, too. Uh, in Star Wars lore, the Vibroblades yeah. were before the lightsabers. Right. Okay, so I'm they actually physically that, right? vibrated. Yes. They actually vibrated a little. So they were actually used before the lightsabers were developed. So, so I'm, when he pulled the knife out, I don't know if it was just the way I saw it. Or what? But the knife actually looked like it was vibrating a little. So, mm. but then again, it wasn't as like he could have just been massaging his, his, his uh, Achilles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just saw that, and uh, that's the thing. It was a dope scene. Mm-hmm. But immediately, my first thing was like, "How did that little thing do it?" I'm like, "Look, I'm a husky dude. That little blade one will do shit to me." Like, brain case, <laughs> you're out. So he ends up getting the egg. He takes it back to the Jawas. The Jawas prick the egg open, just start eating the, the gooey center. Like, yeah, this is the right one. So it's like, yeah, because they're going to a different one. Is that a baby horn? Thingy, or yeah, yeah. with a with a furry egg, yeah, weird muddy furry egg. Yeah, it had to be a drug too. I think they they got it right. Yeah, they were all about it. He gets all his parts back, and again, this is where my anxiety in the episode came back. He gets all the parts back, and now I'm really like. How are you? I, I know you're a warrior, but are you a fucking tech expert too? You don't he look like a mechanic it. to me. Yeah, he, he, it's gonna take a week to get this back done with a whole crew. Well, yeah, he says he needed a space, um, yeah, like a manufacturing, yeah, a whole like, facility, like, yeah. facility. And then this is the like, it's like if you help, we could get it done pretty quickly. Like seriously, and yeah, like, I've spoken. I I really I I, I want to. I mean, this is the, one of those times where time displacement. Well, I did say call Rocket to have it spray on like he did in Guardians 2. He yeah. was spraying the ship back together. But yeah. they really made you go, okay, how long did that really take? Did it take an oh, hour it was, like it looked like? Probably weeks. And it looked like it took him like one night. Like, yeah. The night was done, boom. Because they only worked at night. Yeah. This uh, so. Maybe weeks. So he ends up getting the ship back together, takes off, and leaves. And that's the end of the episode. Friday. Episode so three. I one of the things I wanted to mention was this episode was actually shorter. Yes, than the last because the last, ep- the last episode, first episode was thirty nine minutes. Mm-hmm. This episode thirty six. Thirty. Oh, thirty. Okay. This episode felt longer. Right. I was going to say, and then that's why I laugh at the idea of and not in a bad way. It's a lot for thirty minutes. Yeah, because I kept because like I knew this episode going in was thirty minutes, so I was like. This is where it's gonna end, and then it kept going. I'm like, okay, this is where it's gonna end, and then it kept going. I'm like, wow, this episode feels. Are we sure this is thirty minutes? And I looked at the time. I, I kept like, looking at it. Like, it's thirty minutes. So they squeeze a bunch of info yeah. into that thirty minutes. But legit, that's one of the things I'm loving about this the most. Because mm-hmm. to me, it feels like anime in the sense where I'm giving it a bit of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not here like 
crap, I'm going to have to give up a whole hour and make sure I stay here and focus. Mm-hmm. No, it's nice, short, a lot of stuff happens. I wasn't bored at all. Yeah. I wasn't either. Awesome. Pacing's perfect. And for people who are complaining that it's filler, they haven't seen true fillers in their life. No, not really. Yeah. And, 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 and to be honest little. with you, even if it, even if you really want to consider this filler, it was entertaining filler. It was good filler. Because I've seen a lot of shit that's filler. That's oh, yeah. like, it just feels like, yeah. okay, I, I don't need any of this info. Why are we talking about this? And you got a lot of good info. His fighting style, the abilities of but, Boda. Uh, you yeah, know. you got you got mysteries to go along with it too, because you've got Boda being the main one. You know, like what the fuck's going on with this thing? I mean, I, I've always assumed that species is just strong with the force. Well, that's that's true. Because remember, last time we were talking about it, it's just like, well, you know, it could have just been Yoda, and now right. you're getting no the species because it's also it's well, it's, even uh, though where, it's baby. Where it takes place and seeing that on the timeline. This is me with my minimal knowledge. Mm-hmm. Reading that and then finding out that there was like only other or like two or three other references to Yoda species. There's only been two on screen: Yoda and that chick yeah. from the yeah, from I the think, didn't they mention in Clone Wars once? No, no, or Rebels? No. It was just Yoda. Hmm. We've only so, seen. No, her. no, no. I'm saying that they never showed another. And one you have to you have species. to wonder if Maybe. this kid, this this Boda, is a baby, or if because remember it's 50 years old. So is it still considered a baby, or is it just is it actually older? And we're Putting yeah. on the versage of it being a baby because that's what we're seeing with our eyes. Well, it hasn't there. spoken. Maybe, maybe it hasn't spoken, but have to maybe it maybe it doesn't know how to speak anything but its own language, and it's right. not hearing its language, so it's not repeating its language. Maybe, but uh, uh, I'm under the impression, and of course I could be wrong because we have no clue about anything about the show. Mm-hmm. It's just that their species takes longer to age to gestate, to yeah, gestate, I, I and, and I think that's also part of the reason why they're so strong with the force because since they grow slower or older, kind of like. Turtles. They have longer to, to commune well, with the force. Yeah, exactly. And they're known to be great actors. Because remember, Yoda acted like a bumbling idiot in the beginning. And then oh, Yoda- well, that's the thing too. I mean, that could be yeah, a direction. Too. So that's, could be that could be a direction we're waiting for. Is you know, and they like drugs. Apparently, because this motherfucker ate it whole. Dude, uh, it's great. <laughs> hey, he needs his food. But then, after using his powers to stop the mudhorn, he did sleep for however long. The montage. Like, why the fuck can my son sleep that long? Because <laughs> he, well, he didn't use the force to stop ha, a charging yeah, animal. Have him stop a train. <laughs> so he'll sleep. <laughs> that's another reason why I think it's more of a child because yeah, for for the one small action, yeah, yeah, he which knocked out. To Yoda is like nothing. Like he fits a pinky for that. Uh, he knocked out for days on end, which however long the montage was. Yeah, yeah. Yoda's so powerful in the force, even dead, he caused a lightning storm. Yeah, so, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah Yoda's the OG. Yeah. So. Great episode. Great episode. Awesome. Can't wait. I mean, they're. I mean, two episodes in, and you, you could already use the term they're killing it. Yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah. Okay. So, on a side note, did we all catch the name that was dropped for the character? Oh yes, yes. Oh, yes. in the interview, yeah, yeah he dropped. Pedro he says, Pascal gave the name yeah, of, of yeah, the Mandalorian, did. and they tried to write it how it sounded. I think it was what Dirk Jin, Din Jaren, Din Jaren. Yeah, I mixed up all those letters. Dyslexic. Uh, it's never been lore, so. No, yeah, he doesn't exist. But now in articles, whenever they refer to the Mandalorian, they're starting to refer to it as Din Djarin. So I'm thinking that's pretty much confirmation that Cat's out of the bag. That's his name. Right. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal. And he's, no, not, but and he's not Boba Fett. So no, that's not Boba Fett. I'm, I'm, these dumb uh, someone was saying that one of the people in the Mandalorian base was Boba Fett. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. If it was, it was an Easter egg just for that moment. Yeah. I don't think it's going to come back or anything like that. I hope it doesn't. But, yeah, but yeah, I would love to see like lore for that character to kind of make the Boba Fett character because everybody considers Boba Fett to be this great, great character. Mm-hmm. 
if you're going to go with that assumption, create the lore for it, make it worth it that he's that that you know. If you've got this character of the Mandalorian who lives by this code, you could throw in references to oh, you know, there was one of our great heroes, Boba Fett, was you know, or or, right. or if you want to go the other way, find out he has a home and he has a poster of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's actually <laughs> over his bed. Over, right, on the so ship. Too, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's my homie right there. <laughs> you had to get it done. Or maybe he's the opposite. Maybe he wasn't a hero. Maybe he <laughs> or, was. Or one day the armor, the armor gets blown off, and he has a tattoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> of the armor underneath, but it's green. <laughs> <laughs> it's just above his name. It's some weird language <laughs> with a heart around it. <laughs> An arrow or a blaster pistol? Blaster pistol. Yeah, yeah. So that was Mandalorian this week. There's not a lot you can talk about because there's only, like I said, there's, they're very short episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we literally went in order. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we pretty much the whole episode. Uh, I mean, some honorable mentions for TV shows: uh, Treadstone, fantastic yeah, CIA spy it? drama. You liking that? Based on the, the Born story legacy that they have going on. Good stuff. If you like CIA drama stuff, you need a fix. You already killed uh, Jack Ryan season two. I say watch Treadstone. Oh, if, if you like the, the CIA spy stuff, you have to be into it. If you're not into it, you're not gonna like it. Period. No, there you go. I'm not a big fan of the porn series. So. Exactly. If you're, I will say this: every episode has at least one, and I think one episode had two born style fights. Oh, okay. No, those very cool fight scenes, and right. I'm like. How much money did they pay to get these guys to do these you fight know, scenes? One of the writers, it was, it was funny, one of the writers on that show is a guy named Greg, or no, Mark Bernardin, that's his name. Mm, Mark Bernardin. He, he was a comic book writer. He's written he's for Smith a lot of TV, and he's, he does a podcast with Kevin Smith called yeah. uh, Fat Man on Batman. Fat Man or Fat Man on Batman. Fat Man Beyond now. Fat Man Beyond now, yeah, that's what it is. Oh, Fat Man Beyond. <laughs> that's great. Um, so he, and they haven't done an episode in a long time, but he was a writer on well, he's that doing show. Them, but Kevin can't because Kevin's doing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been doing uploads to the podcast, yeah. though. He's been holding, yeah, he's Mark Bernard by himself with other people. Kevin Does he only put him on, on YouTube? Yeah, only on YouTube. Okay, that's why. I've been listening. Oh. Yeah. Um, mm. So he was a writer on that show. He was a writer on um, the the Castle Rock show for right. Stephen King show. Yeah. But he talked about when he was in the writer's room for Treadstone, they told him no references to Bourne. No references. Can't have any references ah. to Bourne. And he's like, the first ad he saw for the show, they immediately came out of the back. You remember that show, Bourne Identity? This yeah. is another, you know. Yeah. I'd be mad too. Like, you got to at least make, at least for the CIA aspect. They mentioned Treadstone, but not Bourne. Maybe it's probably money. You can't mention the name of the show because of. Something. I would I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, because that's a great thing to reference off of. We find out that Matt Hammond has all the rights to that Bourne name. <laughs> yeah right. What was uh, he? Matt Damon. He gave an interview this week where he, he talked about something he turned down, and then after, because uh, he he said he wasn't good at math because uh, he would have made so much money if he didn't turn it down. Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, uh, Avatar. He was he was the first person Cameron came to for Jake Sully. And uh, he was like, he's like, nah, I don't want to do it. And he added up the money for the residuals he would have got off of that that uh, movie. And he's like, it would have been so much money. He's like, yeah, sometimes I just don't he make turned, decisions. He turned down James Cameron. Yeah, wow. I wouldn't do that. That's like turning well, down he, Spielberg. Well, you know that. Uh, well, this doesn't this doesn't correlate. I'm just talking about um, uh, people who've turned down roles. You know that um, uh, Sean Connery was approached to play Gandalf. 
Wow. And he turned it down. I can understand why he would turn it down. He's not much of a fantasy guy. He read the script and he said he didn't get it. Yeah, he's not a fantasy guy. He's good. And then he, I think he was approached to play uh, Dumbledore as well. And okay. Again, another role he didn't get. But he said yes to Lee Strucker. He got the job. Oh, God. Because it's more of it's more of his thing because it's like it may be a fantasy aspect, but it's still like a secret organization spy type thing, which is Sean Connery's bread and butter. Yeah, but still. He's like, oh, I get to be a spy, but like in the fantasy world. That, that, that's probably how he saw it. He doesn't get fantasy, and I get it. It's fine. He does well, I mean, what he does. You talk about people who turned on. You, you've seen the video of how Will Smith explained how he turned down Neo. Yes. That was a really good video. Yeah, and you know what? I'm okay with it because Keanu Reeves as Neo. Well, yeah, he even says in the video, he's like, look, you guys got Keanu Reeves. You guys didn't miss out on anything. Exactly. I would have claimed in that movie and ruined it. And I was just like, yeah. I like you, Will Smith, but I don't think you could have pulled that Neo. I know, honestly, the man needs to just do a Hancock 2 and call him a day. Uh, I don't think we need a Hancock 2. Damn. All right. Well, that's just me. Uh, I don't even think we need a Hancock 1. Rough. Well, movie's coming up. 21 Bridges. Not interested. Really? No. Cop thriller. I like no, it. No, not for me. The boy Chadwick Bosman. Knives Out. That's what I'm into. Not even. I don't even know what that is. That's the next uh, Ryan uh, Johnson Ryan movie. Johnson. Oh, really? With um, it's got uh, what's his name? It's got Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Michael Shannon, Chris Evans. Uh, it's all star cast, and the whole thing revolves around after the patriarch of his family dies. Daniel Craig comes in as the as a Southern uh, detective, and he's investigating the entire family because they're trying to figure out who killed the Patriarch. And it's uh, I just I just remember what that is. It's the yeah. movie where Chris Evans is being the exact opposite of Captain America. Well, they, there was an article today about Chris <laughs> Evans how Ryan Johnson had to censor him because the movie would have gotten an R rating if he had because <laughs> of the shit he was saying. Chris, shut up! I know you've been Captain to be censored for years. Chris for ten years. I know the poor guy he had to be a Boy Scout for that long. <laughs> language. 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 Wait, we're not gonna. We're just gonna gloss over the captain. Trust me, it's a good. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's just once you said knives out, I thought knives chow, and I was thinking Scott Pilgrim this whole time. Wait, what? How do you make these correlations? These That's are the close. things that I'm interested That's in. Close knives chow. Uh, any movies you're looking forward to here? Uh, no, knives chow. <laughs> Hey, Scott Pilgrim actually, is a gem. Actually, something I'm looking forward to. Did anybody catch the trailer for Avenue Five? No. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a TV show. It's not a movie. All right. Uh, it's the it's an HBO series from the creator of Veep, um, and dude, the shit is fucking fun. Okay, if you've never seen Veep, you guys are missing out, dude. That show is fucking hilarious. It's a show. Yeah, it's a TV show about. Um, well, Veep is a show with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's the vice president of America, and it's basically how it's a dysfunctional office. Um, but the TV show that I'm talking about, Avenue 5, is the guy who created that show's next show. And it's about a space yacht that uh, shit starts going wrong, and the people on the ship have no idea how to fix it. At least oh, that's what it looks like. You did send that in the, the group I did, chat. I did. And I looked at it casually, and I was I like, I'm not sure. Yeah, we're looking at the Veep right now, and I'm like, well, we, I've seen these images. I've never seen the show. So it's and, like the office presidency of this. Yeah, the office president. But uh, everybody, everybody in her office is a fucking moron. Oh, she's really cute. Yeah, an old lady. Wait, oh, sarcastic women are always attractive. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Wait, is that They're the right. chick from Seinfeld? Yeah. Holy shit! That's Elaine. That's Elaine. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, down. It's a great show, dude. We'll give it a watch. Want to watch a comedy? Uh, 
right? Anyone else looking forward to anything else? Anything else, anything else we want to talk about? Oh, The Witcher comes out next month. Next month? That is December seventh. I want to say I'm probably wrong. Don't quote me. I had a coworker made it seem like it was already out, and I was actually oh. a little livid because I was just like, I want to see this already. Right. And then I go and I check, and I'm like, it's not live yet. You're taking the twelfth. Was it twelve? It's it's. I think on a Friday. Dope. I'm watching. Yeah, I'm down. Twentieth. Twentieth. Oh wow. I'm all in. We're we're all. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it looks good. Uh, me and Amir played a game where that character is featured in uh, Monster Hunter World. They have uh, Geralta. Yeah, they added add him. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's a Capcom game, so they, they add everybody. I know. I, I played Monster Hunter. Okay, I, I know what it is. I'm, it's for the audience, Joe. I mean, ready to fight you. I know, right? Maybe we should do a hey, we'll, we'll, we'll take it to Turtles in Time. Hey, Rogue Nation live stream coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> like Logan Paul and KSI. Um, okay, but essentially, the way that the character is portrayed in Monster Hunter World is exactly how he sounds in the trailer so far. Okay. So me and Amir are a lot more excited just because he has the same tone and presence right. about him when speaking. Cool. And I'm like, Henry Cavill, you the man. No, and of course, it's and, Henry and the character itself is badass. Period. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, again, I know I said before I didn't actually play The Witcher myself, but like I do like streaming. Period. Two or three. So I watched the hell out of it. I was like, this is dope. I'm just really hard for me to get into the fantasy bullshit. But I'm giving the show a try. Fantasy bullshit is cool. But but in here it's less fantasy, more bullshit. More bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Joe, for you, I guess this show you'll be the one to give us comparisons. I believe they did say that they're not going to go based off the games going, going on the books. books. Right. Yeah. I, so, which I never read the books. So. Yeah, but I mean, there, there should still be similarities. You know, powers, how they get them, Correct. the blood orgies, no, you know, no, things no. like that. No. Uh, <laughs> blood orgy. I combined a few things there. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, ended there with blood. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. as always, uh, follow us on all social media. Check us out on every all any place you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're out there everywhere. Um, give us a listen. Let us know. Give us write us up. Let us know how you like us. If you don't like us. Uh, I will say the guy I mentioned last episode, Matt, one of my friends who's been listening, nah. he did respond. So, he did say thanks for yeah, the shout yeah. out. Hey. He did, and he did, you know, he, he he did offer a little criticism. He used to say, you know, I like this, I like that. So, but nothing bad, nothing crazy. Well, that's fine. Yeah, you that's know. Cool. I didn't mean to break the chair. <laughs> no one's. But uh, <laughs> nobody said shit about the chair. And if they did, I haven't read it. So, um, let's follow us on all social media. Check us out cool. wherever you can. We're also on YouTube now too. So, we, 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 so subscribe and like. Yeah, hopefully we've gotten that all straightened out. We've been having little technical difficulties, but Kevin did say that he spent a good day trying yeah, to figure man. that out. I think he's he got worked. it all figured out. He so he spent like 31, 32 episodes saying that we're on YouTube and, we're and not actually. And on we YouTube. weren't actually on YouTube. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. So. Oh lord. <laughs> but uh, look uh, in the future. Look forward to a spinoff show that uh, we might be putting out based off of uh, anime and manga that uh, Just George decided he wants to do. So yeah, that's where you'll get Ghost Hunter more. Yeah, keep an eye out for that show. Um, and uh, in the future, we have spoken. Nice. We have something.